Hello, my name is Ernesto. Sorry. Hi, I'm Emma. Brianna. Hi, my name is Adrian Justin Houghton. Hi, my name is Mike. Uh, I am 42 years old, and I really like old school wrestling. Hi, I'm Michelle. Have you ever paused while ordering your morning coffee and thought, I see the same barista every day and I don't know a thing about them? Or do you ever find yourself making assumptions about someone based on their appearance or physical self? Or creating an entire backstory for the person waiting in line in front of you at the grocery store? I do. Life often functions with a very point A to point B type mentality. When was the last time you sat down and just listened? Really listened to those on the periphery of your everyday life. Welcome to Voices, presented by Inside Out Theatre, a deaf and disability theatre company in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Really, my passion is animals. I was born in Mexico. I moved to the U.S. when I was like three years old. There's so many numbers. My parents met at the bowling alley. My dad used to be a bowling captain. I mean, it's difficult for anybody, but I think it's even more difficult for someone with with challenges, right, to find to find employment right now. Oh no, no, I don't. I'm not rich enough. <laughs> That reminds me of a specific movie. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> a bunch of surgeries when I was a kid and having to miss uh, summer vacation one year to stay in the hospital. Join me, Michelle, for conversations about the lives we live with the people we encounter every day. Unscripted, unplanned, and with no agenda, besides taking a moment to listen. And uh, we were adopted by my parents, and we lived in Calgary ever since. So. That actually, that is something that I didn't know about you. Um, how does it feel to be adopted? Uh, it's uh, it it's interesting. It's kind of uh, it it's kind of weird because I always wonder why somebody uh, like I always wonder why somebody basically gave us up. I don't know why, but, uh, you know. Is that something you've thought about for a long time? Okay, actually, if you don't mind me asking, I wouldn't mind rewinding that question for a second. Um, did you always know you were adopted, or was that something your adopted parents kept from you? No, we, uh, I mean, I don't know what age you told us, but uh, I've always known that I was adopted and, you know, that kind of thing. That's that's one thing. Our our parents believed in being totally honest with us, and she they never hid any secret from us, or you know, except like the regular secrets, like you know, you're not getting your Christmas presents till Christmas, or you know, I'm not telling you what I'm getting you for your birthday, you know, but that's regular stuff that you hide from people, I guess. That is true. It would kind of spoil a surprise if you knew what was going to happen before it happened. Do you ever think about trying to find your birth parents? Well, not really, because I do, I do respect the fact that uh, the difference between my my birth parents, other than the fact that I don't know anything about them except what my mom found out was 
our, and I say our because I'm a twin, that our mom was uh, 16 or something and ended up giving us up. And that's the only thing I really know. And my, the parents I have now that were been with, with us, you know, with the both of us that have been through all my surgeries and everything with them. And basically, if I was to meet my, my uh, birth parents, I'd be like, oh, interesting to meet you, but you know, you gotta respect the people who have been there for you from the beginning, you know, that kind of thing. Can you tell me a little bit about your adopted parents? Well, uh, my dad was a, uh, he's retired now, but used to be a computer um, uh, systems analyst, and he used to fix computers, and he still knows quite a lot about computers, and my mom was kind of a stay-at-home mom, and, you know, I don't know too much about her because, you know, I just never, she never told us anything about her, her life before we came along kind of thing, so, you know, so I don't know too much about, about her personally, but, uh, you know, I know that my parents met at the bowling alley, my dad used to be a bowling captain, you know, and he used to take bowling so seriously, when we would go out him and I go bowling for fun and I'd get a gutter ball, he'd be like, I cannot believe we're related. <laughs> yeah. Five pin or ten pin? Uh, well, I've done both, but I'm better at five pin, you know, the smaller pins. And that's the game that my dad knew, so, you know. Like, I, I would just bowl for fun and he'd be like, uh, you know, you could try a little harder. And I'm like, Dad, it's only a it's only a fun game and you know but but he used to be really because i think he was going to try to become a professional bowler sometimes so he was into tournaments and and stuff and there's a if you have trouble with your hands and stuff there's a ramp that you can use when you when you bowl for fun and so i used it once kind of like you put the ball on it and you push it down and it rolls and so my dad said, uh, you know, that's not real bowling. You're cheating right now because that would not be allowed in a tournament or something. And I'd be like, Dad, this is not a tournament. This is for fun, and, you know. And uh, he, I, we would bowl with certain people for, for fun, and he, he, would, uh, he would get mad because the other people wouldn't act the way he wanted them to. It's like, you know, if we were bowling in a tournament, you wouldn't have time to do all these bathroom breaks. What the heck is all these people going to get food and stuff when they should be concentrating? On and I'm like, Dad, it's for fun. It's not a tournament. Let's not take it so seriously. You know? So that's kind of interesting. If you're just joining us, I'm Michelle, and this is Voices with Inside Out Theater where we spend some time listening to the folks we encounter every day. My guest today is Mike, and he was just generous enough to share a little bit about his adoptive experience. When you were talking about that, Mike, you also started to mention your parents being there for your surgeries. 
How old were you when you had your first surgery? Now, I, I don't remember, but um, I think I must have been, the ones that I remember, I'll say probably go back to about four years old. So maybe even um, younger than that because my parents did tell me that I had some kind of, when, when I was adopted, or when I was born, I had some kind of fever or something, and they had to give me a blood transfusion to save my life. I obviously don't remember that, but I do remember having a bunch of surgeries when I was a kid and being in like grade one and having to miss uh, summer vacation one year to stay in the hospitals. So it hasn't been all fun. <laughs> yeah. What were those hospital stays like? Well, it's kind of, uh, kind of interesting, you know. Of course, my brother liked to play, uh, he liked to say stuff to try to scare me and stuff. So I've, I, I would fall for the same thing all the time. And so what happened, what would happen is they would come and I'd be, They'd be getting me on the gurney, and I'd be on the gurney, and I'd be getting wheeled out of the room. And he'd turn to my parents, and he'd say, uh, can I have Mike's room and all his toys? Since, he, <laughs> he, since he's going to die, and I'd be like, what? Get me off this thing. And my dad would always say, don't worry. When your surgery is done, one of you might be dead, but it won't be you. <laughs> so, I know you guys are twins, but which one of you is older? Uh, he's older by 20 minutes. It sounds very much like an older brother thing to do, the sort of poking and putting fear into the younger one. Oh, yeah, because he, he, uh, he, he used to do that all the time, and, yeah. Although, one of his, one of his tactics backfired. I get it. Can I tell you this story? Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, um, so we would have our rooms, like, right next to each other, and we each had a stereo system. Like, we each had our own stereo. So, one day, he, because uh, I like country music and kind of like mellow music, right? So, one day, he's like, here, Mr. Country Music Guy, take some of this. How, uh, what do you think of this gangster rap? And he kept doing that to me. He kept playing the songs over and over, and I eventually got used to listening to him. And eventually, I stole his CD from him and listen to it myself and, yeah. <laughs> um, are you and your brother still really close? Well, kind of. I mean, the sad thing about him is he's lazy. And when I mean, he's one of these people, I'm sure you've heard about it, where, uh, you know, you don't really do anything. Like, I mean, he doesn't have a job. He lives with my parents and he basically sleeps all day and, and that kind of thing. Like, I'll admit, I don't have a nine to five job, but at least I'm out trying to do different things and, you know, and, and the sad thing is he doesn't, he doesn't do anything. So, you know. Before we say goodbye for this episode, what do you do that brings you joy? What keeps you busy? What keeps you out of your parents' basement? 
Well, basically because, um, well, I, I do the, the, uh, the drama classes, which if I didn't do them, I wouldn't be here right now. Um, I also volunteer once a week at the Cerebral Palsy Association, and uh, I just recently started a, a exercise uh, program as weightlifting and swimming with a guy, so I go to the the gym twice a week and, and, and do that kind of stuff. And, you know, and I also go to uh, an improv play, uh, it's called Dirty Laundry, and I go every every Monday, so my my schedule on Monday is kind of crazy, but I'm getting used to it. It's I get here at about eleven or so, and then uh, I go for, and I have a whole bunch of drama classes with a couple breaks, and then I go to uh, dirty laundry, and I get home at about uh, I don't know about ten forty or something like that, and yeah, so that's my Monday, and then. I volunteer on Tuesday morning and, you know, not too bad. I'm Michelle. This is Voices. Today we were speaking with Mike. Thank you for listening. <laughs>